BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Here at How to Money, we're always encouraging listeners to think about some of the different ways they can earn some money on the side to reach their financial goals. And guess what? While you're away, your home could also earn extra income. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. Yeah, hosting is a lot easier than you might think, and you don't need to Airbnb a whole house. You can just host your extra spare room. So consider becoming an Airbnb host, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I am Matt. And today we're talking customer-centric companies, password panic, and the worst time to travel. Yeah, the worst times to travel, we've got some uh, travel advisory news for... What, what if we provided travel updates for all the major cities <laughs> across the country uh, on our Friday flights, which tend to be a little more timely? I'm actually glad we don't do that, uh, but we might... Sounds kind of boring. Yeah, yeah well, we'll touch on that a little bit with this being a, a super heavy travel weekend for a lot of folks. But before we get to our Friday flight, which, by the way, it's the, the top stories that uh, we think that you should be aware of here on this lovely Friday. But Joel, I don't know if you know this, but uh, I read the How to Money newsletter. And, Who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> this past Tuesday, we uh, included just a little quick to do for folks to consider cutting their own hair in order to save money. And we take our own medicine here on How to Money. Oh, yeah, we do. I did mine the other day, but it was not nearly <laughs> nearly as much of a shearing as you got. It, dude, it was finally time. So I I hadn't trimmed my own my hair since 2020, uh, like the early days of the pandemic. Basically, is when I gave myself. So my, how many my inches trim. of hair did you have? I don't know. It was, I mean, so we, Kate put it into little, a bunch of little ponytails and trimmed it off because we're planning to send it to an adult hair nonprofit or something like they take it and they make the wigs out of it. Nice. But it was, I don't know, like when I, when I wore it down, it would come down past my armpits, which I rarely did because it was so unwieldy. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of hair, most hair I've ever ever had before. A part of the reason why I remembered thinking I wanted to grow my hair out was because it's like the pandemic. There's a lot of weird stuff you know, going on. And so it just felt like something kind of fun to do. A lot of people felt like they had to make a major change. And that was one of the things they could do. A lot like, of folks like, I'm never going to shave again. Yeah. 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 For me, I, I kind of did the long hair thing. If I didn't shave but, again, people wouldn't notice. So. <laughs> it's like, oh, I like it. It's gross. <laughs> but I went and grabbed the, the clipper or the box that the clippers are normally in. And dude, I realized that I, f- I totally forgot about this, but I had thrown my clippers away after the last time I cut my hair at the beginning of 2020 because they were basically broken. 
And so I realized that not only was I being frugal by not having to go in to get a haircut, but I think I was being cheap because I, I think I just stopped cutting my hair because I didn't have any clippers on hand, which I thought was kind of well, hilarious. I would loan you mine, but you... You did, and you, I, you, I appreciate it. But you also said, you know, I got to get some because I'm going to be using them on my own hair. I got to keep I'm the, a little dude's hair. I gotta, exactly, so, yeah. exactly. But you know what? So what I realized was that not only was I spending uh, a lot of money on ha- in order to have long hair so specifically i didn't realize how much shampoo and specifically conditioner i was requiring that i was needing in order to like keep the mane yeah. in check a ridiculous amount and i realized now you that- got to feel what women everywhere have to feel yes. all day every day yes I, that first shower back i i quickly washed my hair i was like oh that's it <laughs> it was amazing uh but also the amount of time that goes into washing a large amount of hair I'm, i feel like i've got like five minutes of my day back every every single day there you go man it, it all adds up you know that's all i'm saying well then you're gonna have to factor in the time it takes to have haircuts on a regular basis too but, but well that's the thing i got the new clippers and i realized how terrible those that's why i threw those old clippers away because i hadn't had a decent pair of clippers in a long time i'll link to the ones that uh that we bought just off of amazon it's like 30 bucks color-coded guards these things holy i, I cut my hair in like 10 minutes yeah. <laughs> it was amazing i was just like Wah! right up the side of my head when you think about how awesome even cheap haircuts they add up over time when you factor in like the time it takes to drive there blah 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 the tip and stuff like that it will save you a lot of time especially for guys for i don't know for women if it's easier or more difficult i guess if it's just a little trim and you're just a, a little scissor light scissoring should be like not terribly difficult to, to make I happen i wouldn't to pull think off. so yeah so but doing your own haircuts matt poster child for it we should post a pic a lot of people have given you compliments you look 10 years oh, younger thanks, and i think i didn't I think yeah, it's true. I've heard that from multiple. Well, I thought you and Emily were just being nice, but I've heard that from others as no, well. It's true. I'm like, oh man, I guess I was looking kind of rough there for, <laughs> <laughs> for a minute, but glad to be back in the short hair club. There you go. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, let's get to our Friday flight. A quick sampling of stories we found interesting this week in the personal finance space. And let's lead off with some good news, Matt, for investors and specifically health savings accounts, because those limits are going up in 2024. That mm-hmm. was just recently announced. There's going to be a 7% increase over the current 2023 limit, which means that your HSA just became even more enticing as an account to sock away additional retirement dollars. And so the, the HSAs, it sounds bland, Matt, when you say health savings account, it just sounds so lame. And I think people... It sounds as boring and lame as cutting your own hair. <laughs> people misunderstand the glories of the HSA, I think because it sounds so so silly when you talk about a health savings account. Cool, I'll save for healthcare expenses. How much is it really going to make a difference? And the truth is, even if you spent your HSA dollars in the current year for healthcare expenses, you'd still avoid taxation. But as any longtime How to Money listener knows, the key to fully utilizing and maximizing the extreme benefits that the HSA has to offer is to actually invest those funds rather than just earning a piddly amount in some interest-bearing account inside mm-hmm. of that HSA. And so that's probably you know one of the biggest mistakes for folks who have an HSA is that they don't realize the default option is most likely the savings account, unlike a 401k, where the default option is likely that the money is going to be invested. But Right now, Matt, individuals, they can invest 3850 within their HSA, but that's going up next year to 4150 Families are going to see an even bigger increase from 7750 to 8300 even into the triple tax-advantaged HSA. If you want to know more, we have an article we'll link to in the show notes. But the HSA, if you have access to one, if you have a high-deductible health care plan, it is probably 
the best retirement account on the market. It's the most versatile and it's the only one that avoids taxation completely. It certainly has the most yeah tax avoidance built into it. And and so the yeah, the way that you actually get access to a health savings account is that you need to have a high deductible healthcare plan. Uh, and typically that means these are plans with deductibles in the thousands of dollars range. Uh, but you might be thinking, no thanks, uh, not a good fit for me. Well, we really want you to think again because you could be spending tons of unnecessary dollars on healthcare premiums. Uh, and the research actually backs this up. There's a study from uh, the NBER, right? The uh, National Bureau of Economic Research. And they found that folks are paying 40% more in premiums every single month simply because of inertia. This is just simply because there are folks out there who don't want to think about it. So those folks end up sticking with what they've got and then they succumb to that status quo bias where they are wasting their dollars. Uh, and then even when we are actively making a decision on possibly a, a new health insurance plan, we just tend to assume the worst case scenario even though that they are unlikely to happen, right? And so our, our minds, they go to like shark bites, they go to rare cancers. And then with that, just in the forefront of, my, of our minds, we opt for like the, the Cadillac of health insurance policies out there. Uh, when in reality, truly a high deductible healthcare plan would serve the vast majority of folks just fine. Yeah, then you get access to the HSA. And yes, you need to probably self-insure a little more if you opt for the high deductible healthcare plan mm -hmm. because you might face a higher out-of-pocket expense. But the what that, mean, and what that means is just a little bit more money in your emergency yeah. fund, just having a little more margin. But the higher likelihood for most fairly reasonably healthy people is that they're going to save money over the years by uh, and, and then be able to invest in a more significant way yeah. by choosing that healthcare. Well, Plan. Especially too, a lot of employers will contribute to your HSA. Like a lot of employers yep. that offer HSAs as an option, they'll toss in a thousand bucks. Another sweet and perk. Yeah. And that's, I mean, if you are not taking advantage of that, if a high deductible healthcare plan works for you, like you are literally quite literally leaving money on yeah. the table that you mentioned, could be growing for decades. Sure. You. you mentioned shark bites for a second. It makes me think of like the way we catastrophize. We, my my girls, they love swimming in the ocean, but yeah. they'll be like, oh, I'm scared of sharks, dad. And so I have to like, we look literally look up the stats and we I say, you're more likely to get uh, killed by a vending machine than you are <laughs> to get to get bit by a shark of a, of a piece of an airplane falling right. through the sky and striking you exactly yeah so when you that think is that, more likely to happen but our human brains have a hard time <laughs> wrapping around that that logic and so we catastrophize i think that's what we do with in terms of yeah. healthcare insurance and we're like well what if this happens i guess I, I probably need the best thing but it turns out the best thing is costing you a whole lot more in a lot yeah. of circumstances yeah so that's also it's also called uh, availability bias which is when our minds take these shortcuts and we latch on to the most prominent pieces of information that we've heard or that we've seen. And in a lot of cases, it's helpful when it mm -hmm. comes to us quickly being able to make decisions. But in cases like this, especially when media is highlighting a great white shark off the coast of South Carolina yeah. <laughs> or whatever, uh, you tend to think, oh, no, uh, we need to make sure we avoid the ocean yeah. altogether. This or the year. whole state of South Carolina, <laughs> really. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of which, did we were you talking a couple days ago about there's this, this website that tracks sharks? Oh, yeah, you were it's talking like, about that, yeah. F uh, facts over fear really is or something like that. A, a shark, a great white shark. Well, they're tagged. along the coast of Hilton Head or something. Yeah, right? exactly. So it's not that sharks don't exist, but the actual likelihood of them attacking you while you're at the beach this weekend yeah. is pretty slim. Exactly. Same thing with like hopping on an airplane. It's way, way safer to do that than it is to hop in your car. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, let's talk about taxes for a second, Matt. Why does it cost us so much money to pay the government what we owe in taxes? That has always been kind of a conundrum for me. The fact that we have to, to pay money 
to pay our taxes. Feels uh, like we're getting hit twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a tax <laughs> on the taxes, right? And so depending on your situation, the complexity of the tax code almost necessitates hiring a pro. It's worth it's worth the money, even though it feels like it shouldn't be necessary. It's going to eventually save you in the long in the long run if your tax situation is a little more nuanced. But for folks with a more straightforward tax situation, there's an industry that's risen up to serve you, but they do it for for a fee, for a price, mm-hmm. right? It's they want cost you. 69, 79 bucks, something like that every every single year when you file your taxes. But your good friends at the IRS, I say that somewhat jokingly, <laughs> they're working on a free filing option of their own to compete with the turbo taxes of the of this world. And TurboTax of course is not happy about it. They called they call this a solution in search of a problem. But I got to say this, who cares? Who cares what TurboTax <laughs> thinks? The IRS is going to start testing this new proprietary filing system early next year with just a small handful of taxpayers. I'm interested to see kind of how this shakes out. Yeah. And it's going to cost them a lot of money to build, but there is a chance that we're all able to file our simple tax returns fr- uh, free of charge thanks yeah. to this yeah, new IRS product. And I'm sure we will hear more about this after they kind of go through that trial run. It, it might actually be available to the masses maybe in like 2025. Uh, But until then, Cash App taxes, they're actually still the best free uh, tax filing software out there that we know about. And the truth is, even after this IRS tax filing system is widely available, I think a lot of How to Money listeners who do have uh, more complicated tax situations with more complicated tax returns, I think they'll likely still be better off paying for professional help. And having somebody who knows the ins and the outs can most definitely be be worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, on top of that, I mean, when was the last time you had a, a government service provider and you were like, oh yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> they did a tip-top job over there. Hey, I will say, I went to the Department of Driver Services this morning oh, yeah? to register our new minivan, and was I was it- like, was it delightful? There was one person in front of me. Okay, well, there I you was go. in and out in no time, and I was I was surprised and I was delighted. At Actually, the I guess yeah. kind of, I wonder if it's just the time of year. It's like a lot of folks they probably are thinking about the beach or yeah. maybe their plans for this weekend. They're not taking care of those boring things that you know is required of us as adults. Yeah, but maybe I got lucky. Nice, but yeah, yeah. no, it was, it was a decent experience. So just you know. Oh, one, did you go to the one, one? Shout out for our local. <laughs> did you go to the same <laughs> one that I went to? Um, yeah. That one's all actually surprisingly awesome. It was great. There's a guy and he, yeah, I'm, this doesn't apply to anybody else, <laughs> hardly at all. But yeah, surprisingly, they do a really good job there. Yeah, not too shabby. All right, but speaking of customer service, Matt, let's talk about that for a second because uh, everyone knows that social media is crappy for us. Okay. And the Surgeon General just issued a warning this week about kids and social media that. use. Yep. And I was kind of like, all right, interesting. I feel like we already know this. Yeah, social media <laughs> and kids it doesn't doesn't mix well, leading to a lot of uh, increased anxiety. And I'm gonna try to keep my kids off social media as long as possible. Uh, I know you feel the same way. Oh yeah. But for it, more reading on this, the coddling of the American mind. Yes. By Jonathan Haidt. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, another article in the the Free Press this week. Maybe we'll link mm-hmm. to in the show notes about that specifically about parents trying to hold off their kids as long as possible, even though they're like the lone child in the they're, class they're, who's not texting. The holdouts. Yeah. yeah, who's not on some sort of <laughs> smart device. It, how it's it's really good for for those kiddos and good for those families uh, but it, it's it's also true that we as adults could spend quite a bit less time on those platforms and on technology in general it, but we've always talked about how one proper use of social media that can be really helpful besides small plug for the how to money facebook group which is incredible <laughs> and, and that's really heading heading to social media to get better customer service results well Sadly, that's not as true as it used to be. The Wall Street Journal just published an article about how Twitter 
isn't kind of the the bastion of customer service that it once was. For a minute, Twitter really was for a, really a, a handful of years. Twitter was a place I felt like I could turn to get customer service from companies who wouldn't answer any other way, who didn't have a one eight hundred number, who were hard to track down in any other form or fashion. But some airlines like KLM and Air France in particular are shutting down their Twitter customer service teams. The, the major U.S. carriers they haven't abandoned Twitter yet. But it sucks to lose that as an outlet to get help if your flight's delayed, if you're having an issue with the airline in general, or really with any company. I've loved that as a recommendation, as a way that people can actually get help from a lot of companies when they can't find it elsewhere. But it looks like that is less likely to be the case moving forward, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully this story is just ahead of the curve a little bit, right? And they're yeah. kind of like, oh, this is something that might could happen. But I like I would still say to reach out to a company via yeah. Twitter if you are having a problem. And still worth it for the time being. Keep keep barking up that tree, basically. That, that until, Twitter tree. <laughs> until there's no longer any birds up there that are yeah. responding to any of your DMs. The one plus side of companies not responding on Twitter is that it's one less reason to be on social media. And so <laughs> yeah, maybe you're, true. you're just on it less in general because of that. But. Well, okay. So a way that you can avoid customer, customer service nightmares altogether is just do business with better companies. <laughs> uh, there's a new Harris poll and they highlight the most uh, as well as the least trustworthy companies that you could do business with. And uh, a couple of, of my absolute favorites, uh, well, Joel, you love Costco as well, but Patagonia was... Uh what was one? I don't Costco think I, was number two. I don't think I own a single item of Patagonia clothing. Really? I know you own a oh, decent I love, amount. But I love Pat. I'm a yeah, but I'm yeah, a shill for Patagonia. I, I was, love them. I knew they're a good company, but I was surprised to see they're number one on the list. They, That's impressive. They do a really good job. But Chick Fil A, Trader Joe's, USAA, Amazon, and Apple—they were all actually in the top ten as well. I was. Sad to see Aldi was somehow pretty far down the list. They're number 33. I was shocked to see Seems that too. a little too low, but I, I think it always... In it our just, mind, they're always number one. <laughs> in my heart, <laughs> uh, they're tops. I think it depends on the specific Aldi that you are exposed to. It's, it's not necessarily them as a company that I think people base their opinions on. I think it has more to do with like, well, the one near me kind of sucks. And I don't know, the employees aren't nice. And I think that could possibly taint individuals. I've never met a not nice Aldi employee. They're always so great. Yeah. At least, the, yeah, again, the ones down here in the South. I will near say, us. maybe the, the biggest downside is sometimes you have to wait in too long of a line to check out. And that can be kind of frustrating if you're not used to that. But overall, Aldi should be top 10 in my mind. Yeah. Bottom line, we wanted to mention this because spending your dollars with trustworthy businesses out there who do good work, it matters. It's going to be better for you, better for the experience that you're going to receive. But it also shows just the, all the crummy companies out there just how they should be treating their customers, how it actually matters and how, you know, what it is they, they need to do to gain the respect and to rebuild their reputation in order to garner more business. Yeah. So maybe we will quickly mention a few of the worst companies listed on that poll. FTX, of course. Like, yeah, come right. on. <laughs> Who trusts them at this point? And I, I was suspicious before everything went down, but Meta, TikTok, Spirit Airlines, and Twitter. We just talked about going to Twitter for customer service and how that's not nearly as much the case anymore. But a lot of these companies are not terribly trustworthy, according to a decent chunk of consumers. And so, yeah, I, I think that's good advice, Matt. Do business with better companies, and you're going to be beating your head against the, the wall for a lack of customer service far less often. But we've got more to get to on this episode. In particular, password sharing. There's a crackdown coming. How's it going to impact you? It is here. Are you going to have to pony up? We'll discuss right after this. Joel, I think there are a lot of folks who start small businesses and they're surprised at the amount of behind the scenes, the admin type work that they're not all that thrilled about. 
getting your books together with, uh, with some final figures so that you can file your corporate taxes, for instance. That's something we've been in the middle of. But it can really gum up the gears, potentially keeping you from doing the work you love. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,000, 25, and 1. That's right. Yeah, 37,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. There's a lot of power in the simplification of having all that information in one place. Helps you make better decisions. That's right. And right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash howtomoney. That's netsuite.com slash howtomoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash howtomoney. So we've mentioned on the show how we've got a Dominican trip coming up. We're going to celebrate, Joel, you and Emily. You're both turning 40 this year, so we're doing it up right. And a lot of listeners, they might have trips of their own planned. And sometimes those vacations can get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? Yeah, that's right. Why let it sit empty when it can be earning extra income on your behalf? It's a smart and practical thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you have some extra space in your home. Maybe you have a whole house to host. Or maybe you're going on vacation and your home is just going to be sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you've got two options. You can either let it just sit there empty, or you can do some optimizing and make some money off of it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home, it might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A big part of being a responsible adult is taking care of the things you care about. For instance, my bike that I ride in to work on. I keep the tires pumped. I keep the chain greased. Gone are the days of leaving your bike out in the rain for weeks at a time, like a kid. (laughs) Simply put, the things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. And making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash howtomoney for 10% off plus free document shipping. As the primary breadwinner for our family, I've taken the steps to ensure that Kate and the kids that they're going to be taken care of if something terrible happens to me. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs. Their simple step-by-step process guides you from start to finish with ease. So get the peace of mind you deserve by creating your estate plan with Trust & Will. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. All right, we are back from the break. And before we get to talking about Netflix here, we've got our ludicrous headline of the week. And this one comes from Business Insider. And it reads, The Death of Ownership. Very Uh, simple headline. (laughs) Very, very straightforward. Sadly, 
ownership, the ability to properly possess our, our things. Seems like it's becoming a thing of the past in certain sectors of our economy. Uh, we've talked about printers being bricked remotely. If you're not uh, subscribed to the the different ink services ink subscription that service, they're providing, yeah. there are cameras, there are smartphones that are no longer getting support and the updates that are necessary for them to actually continue to run. Uh, you've got to sometimes pay to use hardware that's already installed. Say, I think it was BMW that was charging you for you know to use the seat heaters and other <laughs> premium options. So. so a lot of manufacturers, well, they also want you to come straight to them when you need your item serviced uh, or when in the case of phones, like when you need your screen replaced. Uh, basically, they're making it harder to allow you to fix things yourself uh, or for some of the other third party companies and outfits to do that for you. Bottom line, all of these trends suck. Like we are beholden to them and it's getting more and more difficult to for us to calculate the, the true expense of a purchase that we make when mm -hmm. they've got their tentacles um, that are just finding their ways into our wallets. Yeah, and even after the fact of purchase, even sometimes years after the purchase date, they they still have some, some control over the thing that we have outright bought and we should own completely. And that's just kind of a, a frustrating trend. So, and I think part of what makes technology cool can also make it feel like Big Brother is watching your every move, right? I, it's kind of cool that Tesla can update your car over Wi-Fi. I yeah, know super uh, cool. new Tesla owners like five, six years ago, they were like, this is amazing. Like the range just improved by 15% overnight because of some Wi-Fi update. <laughs> and that is a, a cool thing to experience technology, improving your car without you having to take it into the shop or something like that. But uh, they've also apparently been locking certain software features when Tesla owners try to update their cars in ways that Tesla doesn't approve of. Yeah. And it's, jailbroken Teslas. Right. So it doesn't feel like you actually <laughs> own your car at that point, which is kind of ridiculous. It's actually the opposite of cool. So when you buy something, you should have the right to do whatever you want with that item. And what's the solution here? I don't know. It seems like new consumer protection laws ideally need to come into place for kind of uh, the, the new technology space we're in. But for now, we would say pay close attention to the fine print specifically when you're buying totally connected devices devices that are always connected to the internet mm -hmm. or and and you know which companies do you trust which companies are going to potentially like uh, force you to come into their HQ to get a repair done or are going to prohibit you from doing what you want with the item you own. It's best to know that up front. Exactly. Yeah. Again, going back to the Harris Bowl, do business with the companies that have the best reputations. And I, I think we just as individuals, we underestimate our ability and the power that we have as in this case, unfortunately, consumers, because mm -hmm. business is what they care about. They care about profits. And if you are impacting their bottom line and you're deciding to spend your dollars elsewhere because of the way that they're treating their customers or the products that they are rolling out, well, that's going to cause them to take a second look at what it is that they are deciding to impl implement in their business. Um, by the way, you probably you probably don't want to try to repair everything yourself. Uh, <laughs> it's smart to know your limitations. Lifehacker, they actually just published an article about some different DIY repairs that could kill you. <laughs> we'll make sure to link to that. Death, but, always so funny. So specific, like when your microwave kind of craps out, it's probably best to not uh, and try to repair that one yourself. Evidently, there's a large amounts of voltage that is like, that continues to be stored in it, and it could literally kill you. I'm a, I like doing some DIY stuff. Electricity. I'm gonna stay away from anything electrical. But yeah, it's like, it's like the mess, stakes are too high. It's like messing with magic. So yeah. I, I repaired. Um, so Kate had an old KitchenAid mixer back in the day and I actually successfully repaired it. There's a little gear that I had to replace, but in the process of putting it 
back together. I plugged it back in to make sure that it was, I didn't want to put it all the way back together and realize I didn't do something right. So uh -huh. I was kind of like checking it along the way, tested it, seemed like it was working fine, forgot to unplug it and uh. went to continue to put it back together. And I had a screwdriver that touched two metal pieces that evidently weren't supposed to come in contact with each other. And it basically exploded. Uh, it didn't seriously injure me or anything like that, but it definitely gave me uh, a fright and yeah. made me realize that, oh yeah, you don't really mess around with, like there's a lot of things that you can kind of hack and figure out as you go. And but if you screw up, it's not that big of a deal. The stakes are pretty low, but man, I totally agree yeah. uh, with electricity. You need to know what you're doing. I'm all for encouraging people to go down the YouTube rabbit hole, but yeah, when it involves something that it might be out of your pay grade or uh, yeah, there's yeah. times to involve a professional, especially when it comes to electrical work, I think. But Matt, let's move on. Let's talk about streaming and the password sharing crackdown, which has finally come. It's been kind of hinted at. It's been tested in other countries. And it's, it's kind of like when your mom threatened to discipline you growing up. She's like, shut up back there. <laughs> I'm going to pull over. And you kept pestering. I don't know who this could apply to. Certainly not myself. You're certainly not thinking back to your own history. Not at all. No, I was, I was really uh, th the poster child of a good child. Was it more picking on your older sister or your younger sister? Both. Was equally. it both? Okay. So much, yeah. Okay. I, I feel bad for them. <laughs> we're friends now. But yeah, like, and then finally she does say, all right, that's it. We're pulling over. And I'm like, no, wait a second. I didn't mean to. I'll stop. But Netflix, they are finally laying down the hammer on this this password sharing. And so they're, they're notifying account holders about the new rules that prohibit this practice that people have gotten so used to. You can still do it, but it's going to cost you. And so if you have the Netflix standard plan, which I believe is $15.99 a month, you can share your account with an extra person who doesn't live under your roof for an extra $7.99 a month. Mm. That makes it kind of an expensive Netflix plan, let's be honest. Yeah. By the way, I'm not mad at this. Like Netflix has every right to, to find a way to get people to pay for the content they're viewing. And they used to kind of be down with the whole password sharing thing. They're not anymore, right? And that's okay for them to change their mind and to start charging people for viewing their content. But I would say this too, those friction points are the perfect time to cancel if you don't feel like you're getting your money's worth. If you're like, wait a second, let's just cancel this Netflix account altogether. It made sense when I could share it with my sister or something like that uh, across the country or on the other side of town. And now that we're being forced to, to pay quite a bit more, well... I don't know, reassess the content on Netflix. Is, yep. there, is there enough stuff that makes it worth subscribing to? If not, just get rid of it. Yeah, it is time to reevaluate. Uh, and as streaming continues to get more expensive, it, it certainly feels like it's starting to rival the old cable bill and the, the massive bundles. And so if you're subscribed to all the different streaming services out there, it actually might <laughs> be yeah. as expensive as... I want to as... go back to cable. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Instead uh, of cutting the cord, taping it back together. So you... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I mean, actually run the numbers. Take a look at what it costs to, to stay with the major streaming services. Uh, for most folks, as long as you avoid some of the different premium live options out there like YouTube TV, uh, Sling, DirecTV, they've all got those live packages. You'll still be saving money each and every month, most likely. Streaming, it still beats cable in terms of price, even though the, the numbers, they're, they are, they're slowly getting closer and closer together uh, by the day. But, but it sure just looked like that streaming was going to kill cable. And I'm not sure that that's the case anymore yeah. as as cables become more competitive and as the different streaming options providers out there are raising their prices to be competitive with each other. Well, there's just more and more of them. And then in addition to that, the prices keep going up on yeah. them. And especially, like you said, on the live streaming ones, they're really expensive, $65, $75 a month for those things. So if you have that in addition to Netflix that you share with somebody and maybe Apple TV Plus, and you just like factor all these things in, it starts to resemble what cable used to cost. And so I think for a lot of people, uh, 
for for some people cable might make more sense just add up the numbers though and and take a look if there's an awesome promotion in your area you might say ah i'm done with streaming i'm going back to cable but for a lot of people that's probably not best and it's the best thing to do would just be to cut a streaming service or three out of your life although interestingly enough there is another new streaming service comcast just launched launched a, a new package and it's actually pretty decent it's called comcast now and it's 20 bucks a month it comes with 60 plus streaming channels and peacock premium included it's not my cup of tea matt because i don't i don't really do any live tv in any way form or fashion but i think th- this is a well, non-sports we, we got the apple plus one. for the uh, mls soccer that's right games. we split we split that yeah. speaking of password sharing you and i split apple tv plus and the in the mls as long as they let us that's right probably they, won't be too much longer if they stop then we'll probably stop watching soccer but you know for, for some folks who who love the non-sports oriented cable channels this option can make a whole lot of sense uh, take a look you know and and by the way don't forget about the channels you can snag just from an antenna for free over the air i've got one of those and i i rarely use it i'll watch it i'll use it to watch sports on occasion matt like like uh the super bowl or or the world series or maybe the olympics something like that mm-hmm. but every time i check the the antenna to see what's what kind of like channels i'm getting i'm shocked to see just how many live tv options i get so for those of you who are less discerning about what you watch and you just want access to a bunch of channels antennas actually give you a lot more than you than you might have thought so um and like the 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 newer tvs they ask i mean i don't know what it is too so like we've got the you know one of the samsung frames mm -hmm. or whatever and they've got this special box that you plug into that is where you plug in all the hdmi kind of stuff if you want to hook up a gaming system that kind of thing but it's got i guess it's got an, an antenna built into it or something like that but we get an incredible incredible amounts of additional channels nice. including well it's, it's funny ever since we had uh frankie salenza on yeah we always so when you turn the thing on the tv on it always defaults to some of the different tv channels and so we've got it set to taste made which is where uh frankie's show Struggle is meals he's on there all the time by the way we'll he's link fa- to he's famous man he is he yeah. is it's just kind of fun to be like oh man there there he is again on tv <laughs> uh i wanted to talk about travel because folks are downgrading their travel plans as inflation continues to rip through that industry uh folks are they're, they're still taking trips right but they're just cutting back wherever they can which makes sense i actually like this approach uh don't cancel your trip just find a way to take that same trip or you know a similar trip for less money uh so some of the changes that folks are making is maybe driving instead of flying because depending on the destination depending on the number of travelers the number of folks number of kids you have (laughs) in my case this can save a ton of money packing six people into a van instead of paying for six plane tickets well you guys are going to michigan this summer it'd sure be a heck of a lot quicker to fly guess what (laughs) we driving you're driving oh you know we are and we're gonna be able to save a bundle even if it means that it takes a little bit longer Mm -hmm. but uh, other folks out there they're changing the destination which is another great option so you know you might be longing for the the cool calm blue waters of the caribbean but maybe instead you're looking at the the coast of alabama or florida that might have to do actually i think i saw that there's a saint george's island got named like best beach in the entire country recently oh nice some sort of like beach ranking i've never even heard of that place but (laughs) added it to my short list check that out but demand it doesn't seem to be relenting when it comes to travel and you know you might be waiting a while if you're looking to to postpone that vacation until prices uh get more affordable so we think the key is to make changes that that's going to actually lower the overall price so you can still get away still take that break uh we are absolutely wanting to encourage folks to take time off work Mm -hmm. don't let price be a barrier to getting some quality time with your family and friends 
just find a way to do it more affordably. Yeah. Use your vacation days, right? Yes. And uh, just do it in a way that's not going to cost you as much. Heck yeah. And hopefully- We're going to be doing that this summer, taking yeah. taking some time off for and sure. Sometimes staycations are nice, but uh, lots of times you want to get out of there. You just you want to change the scenery. And I get that. Like So don't avoid it, but find ways to do it uh, on a dime. Maybe maybe pack the tents up in the car or something yes. like that. Do some do some tent camping, whatever. I mean, there's all sorts of ways to, to be able to take that trip without breaking the bank. And Matt, this is basically one of the worst times to travel. <laughs> it's yeah. Memorial Day weekend. It's going to be a lot of folks, especially on the road. So uh, School's out. Everyone wants to leave town. Yeah. yeah. I think Statue. I get it. You 42 know. million Americans, Show are going to be going to be traveling <laughs> so this weekend. So, yeah. For everyone out there driving, uh, fortunately, gas prices are lower, I guess. That's the bright side uh, this year than they were last year. But we hope you travel safely. We hope you have a good good weekend with friends and family. Hope it's restful. Yeah. And well, hope you're not stuck in traffic for too long. And you probably are if it's between the hours of 3 and 6 p.m. Although, yeah, on Friday hours to because leave. evidently that's the absolute worst time to be, to be on the road. So if you're listening to this right after the kids get out of school, <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, all right, the car is going to be packed up. We'll pick you up and we're going to hit the road. Uh, guess what? You're not the only one that's got that idea. That's right. <laughs> so if you're listening to this early on, try to get out the door maybe a little bit sooner. Yeah. Or you can tell everybody else be like, hey, we'll get there that night. We're gonna we're gonna get dinner in town and yeah. then we'll hit the road. Exactly. And actually, uh, I saw that. Saturday and Sunday, evidently it's totally fine because nobody likes to actually travel. Yeah. Um, Leave early Saturday in the morning. middle of Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're going we're to be hitting the road on Saturday. But uh, regardless, we hope that you have a fantastic weekend. We'll make sure to link to any of the different resources, uh, some of the different things we've talked about today in our show notes up on the website at howtomoney.com. But Joel, that's going to be it for this one, buddy. Until next time. Best friends out. Best friends out. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Upswell Marketing would like to remind listeners that most people don't belong to two gyms. They don't see two dentists or trust two auto repair shops. So when customers choose your small business over your competitors, they're really choosing you. Upswell Marketing's unique approach includes direct mail, search engine marketing, and social media ads. And in fact, that formula and media mix has fueled more than 10,000 small business success stories. And new customers receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work.